Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Pitch to Abreu. Is launched to left field. That one's gone. It's the Astros year. There's no two ways about it. They're going all the way to the top. Carlos Correa with an RBI chance. He could not catch up with the fastball, and Javier gets out of the jam. We're believing there's a reason to cheer the Astros this season. There ain't no way it's going to stop. Alex Bregman sends one high and deep to left field, and it's gone. There isn't any question. And gone. No, it's no buts, no fear, because it's the Astros year. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. You can root for the All right, welcome back. Giving away, we are going to be alive today at Wakefield Crowbar, and I'm going to be giving away Coors Lights from 3 until 6. So we want you out there. We want you to come on out, hang out with us, pregame there, and then watch the game at a, a great sports bar. So we will be there. It's on Ella just north for all of you Heights people. Ella just north of uh, 610. So our, all our broadcast, all our stations are going to be, all our shows are going to be broadcast live from there right up until 6 o'clock. And then we have the Astros on. So you can listen to the Astros on uh, Yeah, on I'm going to have to go play disc golf. I mean, I, I don't want this getting to... I want to save Roger for the first game of the ALCS, so I'll go out there to that course, Nottingham Forest, and try to just get there's some courses I'm gonna have to there's some holes I'm gonna have to navigate. But if it's gonna be, it's up to me. That's really truly the phrase I live by. And uh, I go play disc golf; they'll get the win. I am Mister October. The Astros are Mister November. Well, you also have to hang out with John and watch the game. If you're repeating what happened yesterday, that's true. At, at that the crowbar. At the. Uh, yeah, well, come on, come on for pregame over at the at the crowbar. I got, I had, I had literally, I had meetings that I have already set up and changed due to the one o'clock start, and now I've got it. Look what Major League Baseball did to me. Yeah, now I got to like, oh, now what? Did they consult do? with you before they did this? I don't know. It should have been consulted with me and Roger Clemens. Right. What they should have done. Roger Clemens joining us. Brought to you by John Daspit here to talk postseason baseball once again this year. It is one of our favorite times of the year and one of our favorite guests, Roger Clemens, with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Stay on that topic, though. Have you ever seen this, Roger? Have you ever been part of this where you thought you were going to play at one time and then within 24 hours it was switched to a separate time? How much does that that change going from 1 o'clock to 6 o'clock? Does that really alter anything for the Astros or for the pitcher, or is is it beneficial for you? Yeah, no, it doesn't. You know, as long as we know what's going on, it's everybody's locked and loaded pretty much on. Uh, you know, they, they give you a heads up on possibility of times anyway, so you just got to be ready for it. It's happened. Oh gosh, probably three or four times at least uh, over my career, where when we were in the playoffs, they changed times on us. So, um, not 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 such a big deal at all. Roger Clemens here, brought to you by John Daspit. Here is a big deal. The in his three postseason starts, Christian Javier is uh, has batting average. It's two. They're two for fifty. Roger, he's only given up two hits. You know that's the greatest three three game run in postseason history. You're fourth on that list. When in in two thousand one, you had a three game run where uh, you were you were unbelievable, and they, nobody could get a hit off of you. But that's fourth on that list. How about Don Larson was second with his no-hitter included in his three-game run, and then somebody else was third. But how about this Christian Javier, two for 50 in three starts in the postseason? Yeah, I mean, just just under control, you know, calm like they talk about with uh, Javi. I mean, uh, when we talked about it, what did we talk on Monday? We were looking for the, 2020, uh, the 2022 uh, guy, and, and we got him. I mean, he, he walked five. Uh, I mean, there's this this game here, boys. You could go about uh, ten, eleven, twelve different ways. I mean, there's about twelve topics on this one. I'm, you know, you know what I was happy about was, uh, and he he had to know it too with Maldi back there on that foul tip. Yeah, but, uh, you know, he you know that's a situation where that game could have got out of hand quick. He locked right back in. 
he walked some guys. Maybe it didn't look like it really bothered him a whole lot walking. You know, the you know what was it, three three walks really two on the fifth because of that foul tip. So again, I'm I'm glad that worked out. I thought it was um, you know I thought it was going to be a deal where you heard the Twins fans counting down the pitch clock time. And they talked about affecting the pitcher. I think it affects the hitter too. I mean, when you're holding it down to to you know one second before you start your delivery, it's ever who's focused when that's going on. You hear that. I mean, you hear it with a loud crowd in a visiting ballpark. So, but I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that I mean, the the uh, the home run. What was it? The um, the Abreu uh, the Abreu and uh, Bregman's homers. Uh, uh, Sonny Gray's breaking balls. Like I said, I was. I was thinking about you two, both of you two, John and Lance. You guys could have hit that one out. <laughs> I mean, that was you talking about room service, man. So all the buildup with the um, the shadows, the sun, um, how how Sonny Gray is pitched. I mean, he was fantastic. And then you watch the very you know the leadoff hitter. You you watching our, our boy, you know, coming up there and doing his thing. Altuve with the uh, kind of buckled on the breaking ball, but still was under control with his bat. Gets a base hit. Some of our lefties, uh, by the way, welcome to the party. Now, uh, you know, Brayo, Bregman, and Tuck. You know, they're they're getting hot. So there's you're getting to, you're getting to a point where you don't see you you don't have a break as a pitcher. You can't make a mistake, and and the guys are making you pay for it. So it's just um, you know it's just incredible. And of course, I think you know for me as a pitcher. Uh, Pena, uh, his his diving, you know, the double play he turned in what was at the bottom of the sixth. I mean, that was good as everybody was ranting and raving about Trey Turner's with the Phillies. That was incredible play. Um, and then you got to go to Jordan. I mean, that's it's ridiculous. We're seeing this is Carla. This is what I saw up close and personal with Carlos Beltran. You yeah, guys remember what he yep. did? Yep. For those who missed 2000, 2004 I mean, was it was, one it the- was incredible. Every hit he was, I mean, he was launching pitches that he shouldn't even <laughs> touch. If you looked at Jordan's last at bat, he was almost smiling when he fouled off one or two of those. You you, you look at it, they they had a close up on him and he was shaking his head like please go there again and they did and he roasted it. You, and uh, how would you I, how would you pitch? It's interesting because you know that low pitch that he just calls out that 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 change up or that or that slider that he just crushes and they say, well you know what he can't catch up to that high fastball and then he catches up to the high fastball and hits that. How would you approach pitching Jordan right now? Yeah, you better walk him. You That's better, it? You, you, you can just rush him a little bit. You know, rush him inside for a strike and, and that. But, you know, he pulled those balls. you got to go back to what we talked about last time. We talked about giving that late-inning home run opposite field. When guys are covering like that, a left-hander is covering, I mean, you have nowhere to go. And really, he should have been four for five. That's a base. That's a double that they gave the kid an error. When you go to, when you leave your feet to go down to one knee and backhand the ball, that's a that's a base hit. He was doing that probably thinking in his mind he was going to pick that and turn two, and right. then he misses it, and they give you know give the kid an error. But like I said, you're not sure what was it. He should have been four for five. But he's he's hitting that. Uh, that baby cutter in, then they went two seamer, and uh, that one ran back across the. You know, it wasn't middle; it was inner half, and he, he roasted that one. So he's just comfortable right now, man. He's balanced. You didn't see a lot of the guys overswing. I think Tuck went to the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you see guys do that, that really causes when you when left-handers take me the other way, and they got plate coverage, we got a problem now. So either I'm going to have to start wearing some guys out inside and make them feel very uncomfortable, or you know I got you got to find so you got to change quickly and you can't rely on the the sun and shadows which were a big problem. I mean Carrera, he, Carrera, he had a huge problem with that, and uh, like the other guys did. But I mean you'd have to ask our hitters if they were really sitting breaking ball. They sure looked at they yeah. were going to get a boatload of them. That's so. why I was thinking I was thinking about you in the first inning because. When you when you see the pitches that were hit, they were they were sitting breaking ball. And I thought about all the times you told us well, not all the times when you told us how often people uh, in the bench can pick up on little tells for a pitcher and how you always have to be kind of self scouting. The way that they were hitting that, I, I almost thought well, well, they came in either with the idea that we're going to sit breaking pitch, or maybe there was some kind of tell that they had picked up in his last start or couple starts on the breaking pitch. Is there a possibility that maybe they just jumped on him early because they had something on Sonny Gray? 
Yeah, Sonny Gray, I mean, his curveball was better than his sweeper, which everybody talked about. He'd only given up one or two hits, whatever. They talked about his dominance over the Astros in April. We didn't have our spark plug in the lineup. Altuve wasn't around. I mean, that's a huge difference just to have him in the lineup and being dangerous. And uh, But they were just, I mean, guys, they were, was, when you talk about room service, those, those breaking balls, they weren't the ones that started on the plate and ended up two balls off the plate. They started middle in, and they stayed middle away. And I'm just telling you, if you can just put a good swing on it, and they were up, and you put a good swing on it, get a little backspin on the ball, they're, they're going somewhere. Uh, a long way, so I mean, uh, it was. There's no difference than Abreu's. If you look at Ober's pitches that he threw um, to Abreu, I mean, they were just. I mean, even the other guys that got base hits off him afterwards, he was so he was just he was just he was a power thrower. You can't be a power thrower in this game. You got to continue to pitch, just like Christian did. I mean, he did a great job pitching and working his way through even the walks um, when he made his own little mess. He got out of it. Uh, and uh, had great movement, great explosion on his fastball upper in, uh, you know, in the zone up. And uh, but again, our le- the left-handed, our left-handed bats with Houston, they're using all the fields, and um, you know it's 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 fun to see right now. They're 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 rolling, and like I said, with one or two guys rolling, maybe three, and now you have you know the other guys joining the party. It's uh, it makes a a long day for some of these guys. The Twins didn't. I mean, listen, the shadows were the same for both teams. So, you know, I know Correa, this, Lewis and Correa and, and even Kepler, they looked like they had no plate discipline. The difference was a lot of plate discipline, wasn't it? Yeah, you saw them swinging at balls that weren't, weren't even close. And, and, again, they're, they're trying to guess and go. But, yeah, once it got uh, – once the sun changed its location – uh, on the field where it wasn't, uh, you know, the hit, the, the pitcher was in the sun, then the, you have a dark spot, and then you have the sun again at home plate. I mean, that's it, it's fun to pitch in that, but you still have to you still have to pitch. You can't do that. And yeah, hey, I, don't 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 look don't overlook Molly behind the plate. I mean, you don't see too many guys shaking him off. That's why he's back there. Everybody's comfortable with this dude. So and, and you know they're you know he's pressing those buttons on that pitch com, and nobody's shaking. They're going right with him. He knows. He's done some homework on these guys, too. Absolutely. Roger Clemens brought to you by John Daspit right here on ESPN 97.5 and 98.25. So what do you expect? Arkady, his last outing, looked great on the Saturday, the last Saturday of the season, Rog. He comes in here. He's had a up-and-down year. He was hurt. He's back. He's not he's been inconsistent. What are you expecting tonight between he and Ryan? I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be real efficient. I think he's gonna. Uh, you know, I think he's gonna work fairly fast, like he always does. Um, uh, re, you know, rely on what's being called behind the plate, and uh, I expect good things from him. I mean, he's got good stuff. He moves the ball around. Um, it's just going to depend on how desperate uh, Minnesota is and their hitters. Uh, you know, again, I think uh, when we talked last, uh, we talked about those first three innings, man, and and that's exactly what happened. Uh, you know, it happened again. So. Um, airtight defense, those strikes get ahead and expand the zone. That's what I'm going to be looking for. Did you like that he brought a six-run cushion? He brings in Hunter Brown to give the kid a little bit of confidence, although he struggled and he needed that pain you play. But that was – if you want to get a kid going, I guess you bring him in in a situation like that, huh? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a situation where you're, you're, you're you know, pretty, you know, you know, pretty free with your body and your arm and uh, – I mean, in the playoffs, you get you, you get me one or two runs early. Uh, you know, I can go to work and and like we again we talked about. We'll, I'll preach it uh, to you guys again. There's no fastball counts in the major leagues anymore. Some of these dudes get the three two just to throw their breaking ball on purpose, um, and, and they run from the they run from the zone to do that. So, um, well, I, I loved it. You know, when I was with the Strohs, we're in the playoffs, and the boys got me one or two. It felt like eight. You can just go to work, man. You're freed up. You can throw anything at any time. You know, I can go right to my split after strike one, and I might throw some guy five straight splits in a row when I, when you have a, a two-run lead. So, well, uh, that, you know, all bets are off. Those guys got you no runs. Two runs must have seemed like eight because they, <laughs> they never hit for hey, you. I'm still trying to figure out how I want to Cy Young coming home. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I – you know, Javier. The the whole key with him is going to be because he is really an X factor. If you if you get the nine strikeouts were great. You had a bunch of swing and miss. I do think it's a different game for him against the team with plate discipline that doesn't chase. 
because uh, he did still have five walks and a hit batter. But man, his the stuff looks so much better. And can't I think teach, that uh, can't teach it, baby. You can't teach confidence. And, no. and he was just he was. I know he's calm looking all the time and uh, out there, but uh, you can't teach confidence. And Dusty threw him out there and said, "Let's do it," and he, he's going to do the same thing. How big tonight. is that getting out of a a bases loaded jam? I mean, that's got to also be something that that kind of helps you grow from a confidence standpoint. Yeah, being you know being a little bit of a fly ball pitcher, and then when I would throw my two seamer on purpose to to try and get that ground ball, when I realized, hey, this guy's a you know I'm not going to strike this guy out. He's he's choked up two inches on the bat again. I'm relying on my catcher, you know, Osmus back there, whoever it is. Pay attention to detail what these guys are doing if they make adjustments, and and Minnesota better make some adjustments quick, and they better make an adjustment not to throw to Jordan. Yeah, and they, 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 he Jeffers talked about it. Their catcher. Oh, we challenged Jordan in game two. Look at and it was great. Yeah, keep on doing that. Keep that same yeah. energy. Uh, yeah. I can't even see. There's no chance they throw to Jordan tonight, is there? What do they say? It's like striking striking matches at a gas station. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep doing it. Keep uh, keep that same energy. Well, exactly. we will talk to you about it again tomorrow, Roger. Great stuff. We really appreciate your insight. It is really, really great. And we really appreciate John Daspit for doing that as well. So thanks for being here, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for having me, man. appreciate it. All right. There's Roger Clemens with us here. Should be Hall of Famer. And by the way, we're one win away from him joining us in the <laughs> for the ALCS. One win away from that, that series against the Rangers. We'll see if it happens. You know what's happening here tomorrow night is I was out at, the, uh, at uh, Dana's uh, – uh, radio show last night at in Edo at the uh, Little Woodrow's, and it was it was great. The 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 fan support, the Cougs are out there. West Virginia is here in full force. They are ready to. They this is a big game. They circled it uh, on their calendars as soon as it came out that October twelfth, Thursday night, six p.m. TDECU Stadium. This is a big one for Dana. It's a big one for uh, the, the the Cougs and their Big 12 hopes. They want to get that first Big 12 win, and it's against West Virginia, his former team. It is going to be a great night. It's going to be pretty out. Let's go. Let's get out there. It's the blackout game celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. Running a special. Get three tickets to the game, only $66 for West Virginia, Cincinnati, and Oklahoma State. All Big 12 games, just $66. Go to uhcougars.com slash tickets or call 713-GO-COUGS. Let's fill the stadium. Let's not have West Virginia being louder. We got to get out out there. Let's go, Cougs. Come early, be loud, wear black. uhcougars.com or 713-GO-COUGS. ESPN 97.5. God listens to us, too. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the Offensive Masterminds, running an outside zone on your intelligence. John Granado and Lance Zerline. So, do we know where we found the new Astro song? It's Frank. Frank found it, huh? Yeah, he sent it to me, produced with the highlights of yesterday's win. I'm not sure where he got this from. I mean, it's something I can check with him. It has a taste of chance in it. You think chance is the creative force behind this one? I don't know. It's so, no, because chance would want it to be good. There'd be more production. There'd be more production, and he would want it to be good, unless he was. Well, maybe he's following in his buddy's lead, who you think is trying to sabotage the show by by his opens. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just, I think it's perfect. The song is almost perfect, perfect. but you don't have it without the no. I have no. I don't have the the unproduced. We gotta have that. You want this song? Do you want it to replace our tr- our traditional fave? Um, I think we. I think a combination of greatness. Why can't we? Why can't we have Tucker and Alvarez? Okay. Well, because Tucker wants a ten year deal. Well, I, well, we've had a ten year, uh, more than a ten year deal with All Systems Go. Okay. So, do you want to send All Systems Go away? Let let him join the no, Twins I or want, something? I want I, no. I want them both in the lineup. Why can't we have? Houston. 
Houston has a team that will fly above the rest. Yeah, sure the Stroh's gonna win. If you're having any thoughts about Where did this come from? I know Frank had it, but is it... it to you once we gotta find out where this great came been, from. Uh... It's the Astros year. There's no two ways about it. They're going all the way I like to the, the top. Base. We're the bass and the, the bottom half of that, you know, is. I think the bass player knows what he's doing. What about the vocalist? I think of all of them, I think the, the percussionist, the bass player are more on it than maybe the. I think he knows what he wants to say. What about the ghostwriter? From a phrasing standpoint, he struggles. Maybe there's a ghostwriter. He just gets very excited. He, can't, Houston, miles he just can't stay on the rhythm because he's so excited miles, to talk Astros. 100 miles a second is interesting choice. 100 miles a second. So were we trying to rhyme second there somewhere or no? Um, let's review. Let's see if second was supposed to be rhyme with something <laughs> since you asked a question. I don't think so. Beckon? Hmm, I don't remember. Let's- standing on the plate, standing on the mound, on the launch pad, ready to rise. Soaring over Houston, a hundred miles a second. No. You won't believe your eyes. No. Oh, man. <laughs> man, that was, that was, that was not, that did not hit the, the, the rhythm structure of the. What do you mean it didn't? It hit it no. perfect. Are you supposed to, did he make a song for us to laugh at? I'm not sure no. that's what he did. Four, four made greatness. He it's made. standard 4-4 four, four time, but he's. Like he's almost in triplicate at times. He's I mean, not like stop already. Yeah, I mean stop that. This you you're going to read the whole show. No, I can't even do. Like I'm not even. I'm such a good performer that I can't even. <laughs> oh, okay, get to, sure. uh, it's sure. hard to screw it up that okay. bad. He's going to ride soaring over Houston, a hundred miles a second. You won't believe your eyes. That's <laughs> making me. It's making it. me physically. Inco- I mean, it's making me. Love. I mean, with my whole being. No, no, I love it. I mean, I obviously love it. It's it's like all systems go. I love it, but I, I'm kind of more into this right now than all systems go. Well, because it's new. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of new. It's hot. It's, it's the new uh, heat. Yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking about you know, Kira Knightley used to be my, like my Kira Knightley turned into. Uh, she's pretty skinny, but Kira Knightley turned into. Uh, you Mar- know, I'm just, just Mary just, Elizabeth just, just Winston on this. The screen. My wife is the love of my life. Obviously, even if she's that goes without even saying. Even if she thinks I'm her op, uh, but uh, but hmm. now it's more. What's her name? Mary, Mary Elizabeth with and yeah. Dua Lipa. No, you like a little more thickness, I guess. Then then uh, Kira Knightley, who's well, yeah. skinny. Yeah, yeah. Kira I like Dua Lipa. You don't have to make that face, Sean. It's unnecessary. It's, you don't like Dua Lipa? No, no Kieran Knightley. Kira that that you face like is rude. Dua Lipa. I like Dua Lipa. Do you know Dua, no, know Dua Lipa? I'm a, I'm a fan. Yeah. I mean, how can you not be a fan of and Dua Lipa? And also uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, she's plain. But yeah. Plain? Well, she's pretty. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, she's okay. Have you, did you see her in uh, Fargo? Yeah. That, that, that scene in Fargo? No, I didn't now see that. Now, the bathtub scene. Yes. Was that real? Yeah, that's how I know he didn't Are you sure Fargo. it wasn't a body double? No, it was her. You sure? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Dell Googled it. Don't I don't worry. know. I, I, no, didn't I didn't Google that. it. So did I. I didn't watch that one because, so oh, did by I, the way, Del. it's real. Uh, Ewan McGregor left his wife because of that. Okay. <laughs> he, he saw that. He saw her in it, apparently, uh, and then saw uh, a lot well, more of her. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Not condoning that, but I'm, I'm just saying. I understand. It was a re- there, was, there was just, yeah. yeah. I'm so. not condoning. I just understand. Mm-hmm. You get it. You get it. Okay. Uh, well, so I, I'm I, not condoning divorce. I watch. No, I'm just saying. I don't. I'm, happened to me. For her, for you to be like she's kind of plain, and then admit that you never saw Fargo. I didn't see that's Fargo. Fine. Fargo A is a great show. Yeah. Um, except for the one Chris Rock one was kind of. Mm. Well, anything that Chris Rock's ac- accent, you already have a, you already have an expectation it won't be great. Yeah, he doesn't. His Rotten Tomatoes aren't great. Uh, so speaking of Rotten Tomatoes, so a lot of Astros talk so far. No Texans, but that's fine. This is Astros Day. But I'm going to say I'm watching a David Beckham documentary. Isn't it good? Golly, I forgot. You know, I didn't forget. I didn't know any of this stuff. No, well, some of it I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. I forgot about him. Did Wayne Rooney also get sent off early in a World Cup? I I was at a British pub. I'm trying to remember if it was the Beckham one that I was watching. It seemed like it was the Beckham for, ones from 2002. No, no, nine, he got sent off in 98. 
98. No, Beckham yeah. it was 2002. No, he got sent off for the red card in 98. I'm telling you. No, you're right. Because 2002, he, 2001, he scored against Greece in the qualifier to get them to the World Cup 2002. Yes. Yeah, it was 98 in France against Argentina. He did the kick, and he was hated. Like, Britain hated him. His own coach basically said he lost the game because he got sent off yeah. in the first 30 minutes Which of the Which it match. wasn't true because they went to penalties, so it's not like... Sure, they might have won the game with them, but yeah. it didn't the cost them the that, game. That people hated him, unless they just, unless this doc. And did you see who did the documentary, Fisher Stevens? I had to look him up. He's like, from. He's, um, he's very broy and all that. Tell him where he's from. You would. He was kind of the Weasley lawyer dude from um, Succession. Succession. Who looks like Mr. Mackey with the tiny, tiny, oh yeah, yeah skinny yeah. neck yeah. and the head that doesn't look like it fits on the neck. That's the guy who did this doc. Oh, really? That's whose voice you hear. It's a really good doc. But really I good. had no idea that he went through that. I mean, I kind of remember it, but we weren't in England. Like, we wouldn't know that he was living with this in every match he went to. David Beckham and, and or yeah, David Beckham and Victoria Beckham, man, they went through some stuff. This is yeah. a really good documentary. Oh, it, uh, stuff, it is, I was, I felt Horrible I'm not done yet. I mean, I'm not done. I mean, I'm, I'm on episode three. But. And then he brought some on himself. So well, you'll oh. see it. Yeah, you'll, you'll see it. it. Yeah. The way he dances around yes. that topic and he she does too. They nev- neither one ever says no. what he did. No, but he did something. Yes. It was it was tabloid headlines. Fodder for right, right. days. I don't remember uh, that. Was it? Did it have to do with... A waitress extra and we don't, know. we don't know it was no it wasn't pancakes it wasn't pancakes there was no was it perkins, perkins? Oh. no it wasn't a perkins I, it, it was someone who worked for them oh it was yeah because she's back in the news because of the because of the doc uh, she's had to respond to people going after her. i think it was someone associated with them um maybe she Scary was a, spice a, no it wasn't one of the spice girls <laughs> What is it? Harry? Did you say scary? scary. Oh, scary. That's vice. Mel B. Mel B. Yeah. That's a scary, no, scary spice. No, would you spice. think he would go after scary vice, uh, spice? She's all right back in the day. Was she? Yeah. Po- and then you have sporty spice, John, with the po- high pony who did backflips and all that stuff. And then you had the blonde one. Baby spice. Yeah. And then you had. Ginger spice. Who is that? Oh, the red. Jerry <laughs> Hollywell. Because she's ginger because she's redhead. <laughs> yeah. All the, other, all the other ones were personality based. She was like, "Oh, you got red hair, ginger spice." Hey, get the redhead. Are, can they all sing, or is it yeah. kind of like you know, like like New Edition? Right? I went and saw a New Edition concert. I was a big New Edition fan when I was young, but only three of them could sing. Like Bobby Brown could sing, and then of course uh, Gil, um, Johnny Gill could. But you also had uh, Ralph Tresvant could sing. Wait a minute. To answer your question, yes, all the Spice Girls could sing. Uh, the two, wo- uh, two, of, two of New Edition could. The woman it. Rebecca Luce was his was their personal assistant, and she claimed that he cheated on Victoria with her. Oh, she did. Well, what a snitch! And now she's paying the price for for snitching. Well, years later, because yeah. the docs out, people are coming after. Yeah, we're coming after again. What was your snitch? Shut up. Wait, man, you just snitched on the radio the other day. Yeah. I did not. What about what? What did he do? Where oh, he? Oh, about Steak Forty Eight. That's, it's it's common knowledge. No. It's not a snitch. It's what? common knowledge. You no. didn't, just because you didn't know doesn't mean it's not common knowledge. No, I heard about it. I just know to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Why don't you talk about underdog fantasy? Man. I, now, I'm not going to keep my mouth shut about underdog fantasy because I want you guys, I really honestly want you guys to win, and I think your best chance is with my friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Did you know that Underdog Fantasy is where you are able to get uh, your hands on five hundred dollar match. A five. I had never. I've never seen this before. A five hundred dollar match on your first deposit. If you deposit five hundred dollars, they're going to match up to five hundred dollars. You deposit two hundred, they match up to two hundred. It used to be one hundred. They've now moved it to five hundred. This is incredible. It's an incredible opportunity for you. And what are you going to do with that money? Well, you're going to make money. And one of the ways you're going to do it is with, is with their Pick'em Challenge, where you get to pick between two and five players. Pick two, three, four, five, and you are going to have an opportunity to win anywhere from three times to 20 times your original play. And in some cases, more when you're using their mystery pick. They have mystery picks that allow you to boost your winnings. And and for, some of them are like basically automatic wins. They're that easy. And some of them are more challenging. But you got a chance to hit if you go higher or lower than the stat total they put out there. So really do your homework. 
do your, you know, study up on the matchups and things like that. You can do it for baseball as well. So your baseball game tonight, you can have that in there with your pick'em challenge. Whether it's daily fantasy, whether it's season long, or whether it's your pick'em challenge, you got a great chance. They got the mystery picks, and now they're matching up to five hundred dollars of your first deposit. Make sure that you go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Use promo code Lance. That's the only way you get that match. Use promo code Lance. Uh, when you de- make your deposit, you must be 18 or older and present in the state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. If you're concerned with your play, call 800-GAMBLER or visit ncpgambling.org. You found ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I can feel it. I can feel it all the way down in my plums, getting all swollen with a light blue hue to them, fresh and juicy, ready for the picking. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, so the big news yesterday, Astros crushed the Twins, and hopefully they can get that job done again. Jose, if you didn't hear, Jose Okiti against Joe Ryan tonight at 6 o'clock. It is going to be, it'll be uh, hopefully a celebration. It's a road game, so the Astros should be a heavy favorite uh, the Rangers, meanwhile, win win the series in three games. Sweep the Orioles, just destroyed them in any every way, shape, and form. They were really, really, really good. So, um, yeah, uh, Eovaldi's pitching really well. Uh, Jordan Montgomery is pitching really well. Um, Haney, I mean, they're that they look really, really good. So this is going to be fun if the Astros can get through this and all Texas ALCS a new. I mean, the, the, this hasn't really been a rivalry. So, I mean, they, they, yeah, they play for the silver boot every year, and the Astros have been dominating the series. The Astros dominated it, scored, what, 51 runs up there in three games. Uh, but this is a different team right now. They're playing like they did early in the season. So this is going to be really, really fun. It'll be a hot, hot ticket uh, it, on Sunday night uh, should the Astros. Now, the Rangers are going to have a lot of time off from Tuesday till Sunday. They're going to have to sit and wait, so maybe that'll cool them down a little bit. Uh, the Astros will have one less day to prepare or to sit and rust, or maybe even if they sit if, and if rust. If we they, need to get if they do powder to, coaters. Who's your yeah, Robin? At Houston. They powder need to sponsor this. Well, if they yeah, if they do start rusting out, maybe Houston powder coaters can get in there and they and they'll travel to them. They'll pick the Astros up and and uh, and, and or coat them right there at Minute Maid Park. Um, I want uh, to hear from Marquiti, by the way. I've got Urquidy yeah. sound for you if you'd like. If you'd like to hear from Urquidy, Urquidy, Dusty told Urquidy he's in the team. He's getting a start. So the guy who has been there, done that in the postseason before, just came up with a big, you know, he kind of, I don't want to say Wally pipped France, but if France is able to pitch that last game and does a good job, I think France is in the spot. But Urquidy stepped up when France had to, you know, couldn't pitch because his wife was dehydrated and pitched great and now Dusty named him the starter and here's Urquidy Jose Urquidy right here talking about his opportunity to uh to get the start waiting for the chance uh since we start the, the series uh, I'm anxious to pitch tomorrow I'm just to, to finish the series tomorrow and enjoy with the guys uh so he's excited to go he and Joe Ryan will be taking them on at six o'clock not one o'clock six o'clock start because the Rangers uh, ended their series. So the Astros moved up to the 6 o'clock slot, slot. It'll be 7 o'clock on Friday should the Twins win today. But you've got three games. The um, the Braves and Phillies tied at a game apiece at 4 o'clock. The Astros and Twins at 6. And then the Dodgers and Diamondbacks at 8. Um, <laughs> the Dodgers are facing elimination. And Keith wants to talk about the Dodgers right now here on the show. Hey, Keith. Hey, guys. Love the show. Uh, Gilbert had the heat in five. I won't ever forget that. But speaking of the Dodgers, you know, Dave Roberts, they've won 100 games like four of the last five or six years, and they're going to get bounced potentially in the DS for the same amount of times. Is this is this potentially the last game for Dave Roberts and his Gabe Kapler, the next manager of the Dodgers? Could be. I mean, the Dodgers, you know, they're, I don't know that you can put this on him when Clayton Kershaw goes out there and has a, a, a six spot in the first inning. 
And then he, you know, he did say Clayton Kershaw would start Game Four. Yeah, but two straight years, two straight years, you get knocked out this early. Um, I number one, I don't know how Aaron Boone is still there. I, I just think that Yankees and typically Dodgers, yeah. will make more changes, and then the Dodgers. I just, I feel like there should probably be changes in both of those. Not that, not that everything's Dave Roberts' fault, but if you're the Dodgers, you expect to get deeper than this. Mm-hmm. Two straight years to be out like this. If this were soccer, he'd have been sacked a long time ago. You have one bad year and you're done. Uh, so. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if Dave Roberts survives this. Oh, well. If they get knocked out, listen, and they're they're in, it's a pickle now. You got a you got a sweep. All the best teams are being eliminated. Baltimore won 101 games out in three games. The Dodgers are possibly going to be eliminated in three games. They were head and shoulders above. Atlanta is tied at one because of uh, their, their comeback, but they were they were facing an 0-2. Uh, an 0-2 series, but they, they were able to bounce back. Philadelphia still has to be the, the favorite because they got these two home games. It, 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 it's about who gets hot, and the and, and all these road teams are getting hot. Phil, it's, it looks like it could I'm, – I'm guessing it's an Astros-Philadelphia World Series again, and you don't see that too often. You don't see – not to, not only too often, but you rarely ever see – rarely see a one team make the – the World Series two years in a row, let alone both teams making the I World Series. I can't even think about, oh, man. You just don't want to lose the Rangers. <laughs> oh, no. They're saying, let's go Houston. Oh. We want Houston. You just don't, you after got, all of this, like, you just, that would be, I just can't have You it. got that, Del? Here's the Ranger can't fans. really tell. It's hard to hear, but the Ranger fans were out there. But being reckless, listen, this is reckless. The Twins wanted it. The Phillies wanted it. Everybody, the Yankees fans wanted it. Everybody seems to want the Astros. How's that work out for you? It wasn't very boisterous. No. No. I could hear it. For two times, and then I couldn't hear you it. You could hear that. it. I'm yeah, sure there are people telling everyone to shut up because that's the response. Even Ranger fans on Twitter, shut up. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't you know what happens? You know, my wife's got a We Want Houston shirt. Running game clothing makes We Want Houston shirts, and she had to bust it out. She got it last year. She had to bust it out for the playoffs. She didn't wear it in Germany in the marathon? No, she didn't wrap the – she wrapped her Longhorn. She ran with her Longhorn stuff on. She did. She didn't wear Astro stuff. I'm sure they would have booed her. Boo! You are evil. Did I just get called evil by a German? Wow, how ironic. Yeah. How ironic to be called evil by a German. Now, Longhorns would run run next to her or whatever, or people on the stands like, hook them. They'd yell who were at the the Berlin Marathon. There were some Longhorns running. They did. They did they say, we're back? Texas is back, uh, folks. At the time, they thought they were back. Yeah. Or did at they the time, say overrated? They, they didn't say that. They didn't? They didn't say that. Okay. Because that's what they've been. I think they said maybe Texas years. is back, folks. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. When I went to Germany, it was all Dion. And when I got back from Europe, it was like, eh. He's mad. <laughs> I went there, <laughs> and it's one kind of Dion in Colorado. I come back, and it's another kind. Yeah. Like, hey, we're not talking as much. What <laughs> no, happened? Not after Oregon, the Oregon game. That kind of kind of no, shows. I think of, it shows how good Oregon is too. Yeah, it really does. You know who else is really good? John Daspit. Mm, John Daspit's really good. John Daspit's the reason Roger Clemens is on with us again. He makes a donation to a Rogers Foundation, which does so much. Uh, we can get into that with Roger next time he's on. But Daspit wanted to do that. He wanted to be part of that. Wants to be part of the community, and. um he and I were talking about uh, baseball yesterday. Just uh, had a little baseball conversation uh, briefly, and you know he's a big Astros fan, big big fan of a lot of things in sports, and that's why he's been so busy with the NIL scene. And so with John Daspit, you're going to get a guy who is the number one personal injury lawyer here in the in the city of Houston and 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 in the state of Texas. You're you get the best settlements with John Daspit. He has a, a great winning percentage when it comes to. Um, you know, a great winning percentage when it comes to when it gets to court. And 
most of the settlements get knocked out, uh, you know, before it even gets to court. And he gets you more for your settlement so that you can pay all your bills. You do have money for your personal suffering. You do have money for your physical therapy and things like that. You shouldn't have to cover that out of your own pocket when you've been hurt through someone else's negligence. It's John Daspit and the Daspit Law Firm. Hey, the call is free. Getting consultation is free. They're bilingual. 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW. Or go to the website and, and get all the information you need at DaspitLaw.com. ESPN 975.com. Take his pork chop. I don't want his pork chop. I want his life. John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Most exhilarating from yesterday. Um, Abreu, Jose Abreu, uh, Christian Javier, Alex Bregman bouncing out of his his funk, or the total dominance of Jordan. It's still Jordan. Like I, I, I want it to be Christian Javier. I want it, but there's just something majestic. Like there's something otherworldly about. This, this is some of the greatest Astro stuff we've ever seen. When Jordan gets locked in like this, because we've seen it before on multiple occasions. When he gets locked in like this, it's almost like you know you have the best player in baseball right now. There's nobody else in the playoffs as good as Jordan. Yeah. When this version of Jordan's there, he is one of the all-time great hitters in baseball history. You can't get him out. He's got plate discipline. He can hit to all. He can hit to now, now. It can it can vary. He doesn't just stay in this zone. But when he gets in this zone, you want to talk about exhilarating. He can't miss baseball. Yeah, no, I, you cannot miss his his at bats. You just can't. And, and Dusty said that last year when he's up, you can't go to the bathroom, right? So, so he was. And listen, we got to stop this. And we talked about it a little bit earlier, but we got to stop. I mean, Yiner. Yiner hadn't played basically for 10 days. Yiner was going to look bad yesterday. He did. He looked really bad at the plate. Yiner's going to have a great career. After Dusty's gone and Maldonado are gone, Yiner is going to be a an Astro that we are going to be uh, rooting for for years. Right now it's Maldonado's time because that's what Dusty says it is. So let's root for Maldonado. And Maldonado's game yesterday, He hit, first he had that single and then he had the the, the shot off the wall. And he's handling these pitchers. Roger Clemens talked about it. He said these guys really like throwing to him, and they trust him. You don't see them shaking him off. You do, now, now, let's face it. There were he, he's, he's a, he was a pass ball machine this year. He was great blocking balls behind the plate yesterday. Um, the, guy, the pitchers were not as good this year, so maybe some of the pitches that he did call weren't great all season long. His you know the batting average or, or his catcher earned run average wasn't. Wasn't great. As a matter of fact, for a lot of the year, I don't know how it ended up with Yiner because Yiner didn't play too much behind the plate. I don't know how it ended up, but Maldonado's uh, earn run catcher earn run average wasn't fantastic. The guys love him. You you have got to root for him. Stop with the I just want to I want to be right thing. I want to be right about Yiner versus Maldonado. Uh, Maldonado is going to be behind the plate, and Maldonado is uh, is going to be at the plate in clutch situations, and hopefully he comes through. Same with Dubon and and Chaz McCormick. You know, I want to see Chaz. I got to see Dubon was great yesterday. Dubon, you know, had he, well, all of fantastic. us. But you're you're like making you're you're commenting against yourself, against me, against everybody. We've all said the same things. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta, you got. But I want to see Chaz. I know. Yeah, it sounds familiar. I want to see him, but when Dubon is in, I'm not going to root against. Are you saying no? No. Okay. Well, that's a separate thing. If we're doing that in the playoffs, you got to go. I mean, yeah. you you just have to go cheer for another team. I, I don't have any. I, I can't stand people who cheer against their own team to try to be right. That's but it. are you saying right now that in Dusty we trusty? Is this what you're saying? I, listen, you have to because he's coming through again. He's coming through again. So, and I listen. Do I love Dusty during the regular season? No. Did, did was this a grind all season long? Was it frustrating? Yes, it was. But this, but the whether or not it's just the guys are just so much better in the postseason and pressure situations. It doesn't matter who Dusty throws out there. I don't know. I don't know that. Well, I don't know what the case is. All I know is he's winning again, and we're and and we're we're about to. 
hopefully get to a point where it's going to be at a feverish pitch. They win this game tonight, and you got the Rangers up next. This will be as exciting a series as we've seen in this seven-year run. This will be this will be. I don't know, man. The Yankees. Yeah, but you swept them and you destroyed yeah, but your them. First chance to no, the first chance to go to a World Series in seventeen against the Yankees that was huge. Uh okay, that was huge. So you never be, gone to a World Series. Yeah, okay, wait a I minute. thought I thought the Boston series was a huge one that same year. I think the Boston series where where uh, was it Jordan that, that, that wrecked him or Altuve? Uh, Bregman wrecked him. We no, hit. no, 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 not seventeen. I'm going back to 21. Oh, Maldonado threw out the runner at second in that huge game. Yeah. Yeah. That was, man, that was pretty. That was another Eovaldi. That was pretty that was electric, too. Yeah, yeah, we saw Eovaldi. We've seen him a few times. And we're going to see him again, um, hopefully. I, there's so many of them. I, I don't this know. This one that... will be as electric as any series we've seen. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I still think the Yankees I mean home and away. But the, but the Rangers, so an interesting thing happened this year. Did you see? The story about baseball's attendance jumped thirty percent. Yeah, right. And they're like, "Oh, baseball's back." Well, here's what actually happened. Here's what actually happened because then the ratings were down on TV, and so it doesn't seem to make sense. I thought baseball's back, and the ratings are down on TV. What happened was it's not the same old, same old. In other words, Ranger fans started tuning in at a really high clip. Um, Rangers fans or Orioles fans were tuning in at a really high clip. Some of the teams. Uh, Toronto fans, like some of the teams who have been on the outside, Arizona fans are tuning in at a higher clip. So you had some teams now tuning in that maybe didn't used to tune in for as long, as often or as long as they were before. So the attendance numbers, the TV, I, I shouldn't say the, 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 I'm not, when I say tune in, I mean, they're involved in the, in the season longer. They're actually coming out to the games. Orioles fans are coming out to the games. Arizona coming out to the games. Uh, Rangers fans were really into this because they were winning the whole yeah. the whole year basically, and so you really had the attendance went up because some of the some of the same old same olds are still going to get their you know they're going to get their attendance, but some new teams started to see big attendance spikes. So you had an attendance spike in Major League Baseball, but then it's not it's not really it's not going to happen in regionally at will on TV, but not nationally. What they're going to find is that with the Yankees not in it, if the Dodgers get eliminated. You know, I think if Philadelphia gets eliminated, frankly, there's going to be more people watching for Philly than, than Atlanta. Atlanta, right? Uh, and if the Astros were to get eliminated, I think I think the TV ratings. Now, it doesn't matter because I've been there before. Where I don't care what the TV viewers. I love the Rockets. Didn't care if the national people no. wanted to see the Rockets against the Knicks. Don't care about what you wanted to see about the Astros. So if you're a, a Ranger fan or anyone else, that's all you care about. But for all the attendance talk. You're going to notice the TV ratings. I think are going to go down if the headliners aren't in it. They're going to go way down. Yeah, I don't care. You're right. I yeah, it doesn't matter though. I don't care. Uh, I just I, listen. I'm not watching if the Rangers are in it. I'll tell you that right now. I I can't. I watch can't them watch them. I don't. I can't watch, watch them. That. I don't have a disgust, but I do. I I I, found I just myself, don't want them to have something. I didn't on us. want the Orioles to win, but then I, and I did. I, because the Astros are better against the Rangers, but I did, still couldn't root for the Rangers. Uh, but I, I, I just don't want the Rangers to have something on us. No, no. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to know the yeah, truth, yeah. it's that simple. Yeah. I don't want the Rangers. To we already wiped them out that. earlier this year. Like, <laughs> we won the division. <laughs> and I don't want them to get the payback. <laughs> I'm petty like that. Yeah, I just, I'm with you. And I think most Astros fans are the same way. Like, yeah. damn it, Orioles. Yeah. Now. Now, on paper, yeah, the Rangers are a better matchup for the Astros. On paper, based on the results we've seen, but this Ranger team, it is about who's hot. We've seen it before, and Rangers are hot right now. So, um, you know, let's see what happens. But I'd love to see Astros-Rangers. It'll be cool. But, man, you're right. I yeah. I really want them to win that series. Um, Can you imagine three straight World Series appearances for the Astros? God, that'd be incredible. So good. All right, 856, 857, ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Let's go. Your Astros yeah, won a huge, wrong the biggest game of the year. The bi- and it was the biggest game of the year. Make no mistake. Was it another biggest game of the no, year? that one was the biggest game of the year. Every step, it's bigger. Dell, how many have we had this We've, year? How many? Biggest games of am, the year Am I right or am I right, Dell? Was that the biggest game of the year? What, last night's game? Yeah. I mean, I think every playoff game. So this next one's the biggest of the year? Biggest. Well, no, because if if they lose now Friday, 
Friday will yeah, be. Yeah, but what if you win? No, yesterday's to take the two one lead was bigger than tonight. When you are tied well, tonight, in the if you don't win this, then you have to burn Roger. You have to burn Justin Verlander. Know, right, right. So no, this no, no, might no. be the biggest game of the year. It might. It, well, you could talk me into it. This is the biggest game. <laughs> well, I don't of the think year. it takes much to talk you into that particular no. line of thinking. No, I think Game Three will still maintain biggest game of the year status, no matter what yeah. happens in Game Four. I think so too. If Game, if you lose, then Game Five obviously becomes the biggest it's game. It's called BGOY, biggest game of the year. That's right. BGOY is what we're calling it. It's the new BGOY. Today isn't the BGOY. Today, no. Well, what about the Texans this weekend? Was. The Texans this Sunday? No, that's not the biggest game of the year. For them? Up to this point? To not fall two, ga- two games below 500? They were already two games before. Well, let's not do it You're again. You're two and three. Yeah. Do you want, I mean, you got a chance to go three and it's, three. I mean, you can't do biggest game of the year yet in, the, in football. Why not? Because, well, listen, for, for the Cowboys, that was probably the biggest game of the year, yeah. And they got their ass handed to them, which was awesome. Which was which was watch this perfect. Answer as fast as you can. Ready? Who do the Texans play? Texans are playing the Saints. Okay. Yeah. I want to see if you win. that. Uh, <laughs> no, they're playing in the Saints this at day home. Of our world, <laughs> no. they are in your typing. No. Ten. no, you know, you know what? I know this. This I'm, is what everyone's talking about. Derek Carr, C.J. Stroud. Everyone is talking about home bank right now. That's what everybody's talking about. Well, everybody in this room that's talking is talking about home bank. Home bank is where you are going to find a banking needs for you and your people. It is it is awesome. Home bank is the place to go. They've got they've been doing this forever. Home bank. They just got into this market, but they've got locations, 42 total banking centers throughout the country. It's not some small bank. This has been going on for 115 years. Community bank since 1908, still rocking it. I don't know if anybody is left over from when they started in 1908. I don't think so, but I will say this. They know what they're doing. They've got a standard. They're local bankers with local knowledge. All of the people, I'm telling you, they've still got all of the people in place that were here before. They know the local market. Business and personal banking solutions for nearly any need. Their rates are competitive. It be a checking or loans or whatever it is you're looking for with your small business. Five Greater Houston locations, River Oak, Sugar Land, Gulf Freeway, Clear Lake, Friendswood. Stop by any home bank location or visit home24bank.com. Home bank, good for business, good for life. Home bank, member FDIC. 7.5 and 92.5. Dude. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir. The check is in the mail.